Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nazir Daf Lamed Aleph. We are holding on Daf Lamed Aleph based at the beginning of the parak. Today we begin the fifth parak of Mesechas Nazir. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Le'ili Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha, Allah Shalom. It's also sponsored by a dear friend of mine, Zeich Nishmas, my grandfather, Ramosh Dov ben David Zatzal. It's also sponsored by Avishai Newman in honor of his father's yard site, Chaim Naftali ben Yaakov Shlomo, whose yard site was Monday. It is also sponsored by Eric Kohn, Le'ili Nishmas' mother, Sarah Freida Bas Avram Aryeh, whose yard site is tomorrow, and is also sponsored by Simeon Moshe Kleinman, in memory of Moshe's grandfather, Dov Ber Ben Yosef, whose yard site is today, we thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So we are going to begin a new parak, a very short parak, we're not going to be in this parak for a very long time, uh, but uh, the, uh, and the parak doesn't even seem to really be about Nazir, at least the way it starts. It seems to be just Machlokas, Beishamah Beisilo, in the first Mishnah, about Hektish Bitar was nothing to do with Nazirus per se, just about being maktish something, uh, and whether that hektish is chal, but that's going to lead us into a conversation about a Kabbalist Nazirus that also has a little bit of a ta'us to it, so what would be the din of a person who takes such a nedar and a Pesach that's nolad after the Kabbalist Hanazirus and then the Mishnah, the, this um, parag is also going to talk about if you have two people that argue about a particular item and each one is Mechabal Nazirus if he's right. They're arguing about a subject and each one says, I'll be a Nazir if I'm right. The other one says, I'll be a Nazir if I'm right. And then you can throw a few other people into the conversation. One guy says, I'll be a Nazir if both of you are right. I'll be a Nazir if neither of you are right. I'll be a Nazir if one of you is right. The other one's not. I'll be a Nazir if the other. So you have all, uh, so who's a Nazir in the end and why does it work out that way? So that's going to be the mission of actually all of these topics. Are, uh, it's, it's a short paragraph. They all come up in today's daf already. So uh, all of these topics appear in but the primary focus of today's daf is the following. First, in our Mishnah, we're going to have Machlokas Beisham Beisulel about Hegdish Betaus, and the Mishnah is going to give three examples of Hegdish Betaus. Then the Gemara is going to try to explain the Machlokas Beisham Beisulel. It's going to sound like the Gemara is giving three explanations, but when it really boils down to it, the Gemara is really just giving two explanations of whether we're actually, really, literally talking about Hegdish Betaus. Or we're just talking about something that ate bidibure, that there's some way you could misinterpret what he said to think that it's a case of Hegdish Betaus, but really uh, the guy meant exactly uh, what, uh, what actually happened, and it's not really a Hegdish Betaus situation. So two uh, totally different models of understanding what, the, what even the topic is in our Mishnah. When we have uh, one of those explanations, we're going to have three different challenges to one of those explanations. That's going to lead us to the, uh, to the second of the explanations, and uh, then the Gemara is going to have an Amr Beis, right before the Mishnah, two different statements of Rav Chista, and we question each of the statements. They both relate to the colors of Ashar, that uh, statements that, relate, that a person might make relating to the color of, uh, of, a, of, of an ox, and uh, what, it, uh, what it tells us about an ox, meaning if uh, what's better, a black ox or a white ox, what does it mean if there's a white spot on a black ox, and, uh, and things of, uh, of that nature. If there's a red ox, what's it good for, a 
black ox, what's it good for? A white ox, what's it good for? So both of the statements that Rav Chist is going to make, that the Gemara is going to challenge and the Gemara is going to discuss before the Mishnah are going to be about ox colors. And then the Mishnah on the bottom of Amin Beis is going to be that case I told you about before. A person takes a nether, Benazir, uh, um, actually no, the, the, uh, the, the Mishnah on the bottom of Amin Beis is going to uh, dis- continue to discuss Hektish Taos in the case where a person was uh, made a mistake in his Nazirus and uh, discusses someone who uh, first doesn't have a Talos Benaziruso and then someone who does have a Talos Benaziruso. We'll see if we even uh, get to that Mishnah today. So let's begin. So again, uh, let's begin at the Mishnah on the bottom of Daf Lamed Abin Beis. So again, this this Mishnah does not talk about Nazirus at all. Tosos and Dibra Maskel Beishamai writes that the reason we have this discussion of Hektish Betos over here is because the coming Mishnahis are going to discuss Nazirus Betos, so it's setting up the coming Mishnahis. So, uh, so that's why we, we uh, Agav, the, the, the discussion we plan on having about Nazirus Betos, it first has a discussion about Hektish Betos. Furthermore, Tosos points out, the Mishnah on Amud Beis is going to bring Beis Hillel that Hektish Betos um, that Basil brings the sheet of Beishameh that Hegdish Betos is Hegdish in arguing out their case about Nazirus. So it's important to uh, to, uh, to 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 uh, uh, mention the machlokas about Hegdish Betos because the conversation is going to overlap a little bit. So it's not just setting up a similar topic, but the conversation actually overlaps. So it's important to first discuss Hegdish Betos. So Beishameh Omrim Hegdish Betos. A person is makdish an animal for a carbon, or he's makdish money. Or or he's maktish food for bedek habayis, and we're going to have all three examples in the Mishnah where one is maktish an animal. When you're maktish an animal, you're giving a kedush saguf. You try typically you're trying to be maktish for a carbon. If you're maktish money, you're maktish food. You're not bringing money and food on the mizbeach. So when you're maktish money, you're maktish food. You're being maktish that lebedek habayis. But either way, you're trying to make something hegdish on whatever level it can become hegdish. And then it turns out that you made a mistake in the way you said it. So uh, so hegdish beishamay holds even. Even though you made a mistake in the way you said it, it is still going to be hegdish. Ain't hegdish. Amisil says, no, it is not going to be uh, going to be hegdish. And like I mentioned before, there are going to be two explanations of the Gemara whether to understand this line kipshuto that really uh, the, the, it's going to be shita sabaye that really we should understand kipshuto that Beishamah is actually talking about hegdish betos and he actually thinks hegdish betos becomes uh, hegdish. However, we're going to see the shita of Rav Papa uh, at least in the Hava Amina that Beishamah is moda that if it's real hegdish betos it's it's a toast. It's not chal. Hegdish betos is nothing. Almish is talking about where he, uh, where, where there's a way to explain the kavana of the guy who's trying to be makdish something uh, as meaning something different than what it sounded like. So he really meant something different, and therefore it wasn't really a, uh, a toast. But uh, we're going to read the Mishnah Kipshuto that it's a real case of hegdish betos. So Beishamay says you're, you're, you mistakenly make something hegdish. You made a mistake in the way that you formulated it. It's going to be Hegdish, Basil says, ain't Hegdish, it's not going to be Hegdish. So that sounds very vague. What does that mean? You made a mistake in the way you formulated it. So Kate said, well, what are some examples of Hegdish Betos, where you have this Machlon Zbisham Basil? Three examples. Number one, if the guy says the black ox that will come out of my house first in the morning, 
I am being maktish that ox as a carbon. And then, v'yatzalavan, a black ox didn't come out first, a white ox came out first. That wasn't his plan. He said a black ox is going to come out first, and that's what he's being maktish, but then a different ox, a white ox came out first. So b'shamei rom hegdish, b'shamei holds the hegdish is chal, and the white ox is kadosh. Even though he said a black ox is going to be kadosh, but he also comes out first. So the white ox, since it's the one that came out first, again, that's the way Abaye understands it. Rav is going to have a whole different uh, understanding. In fact, according to Rav Papa, it's not Sheyetzemi Beisi Rishon, it's Sheyatza, that he stands after the fact and talks about what, what already came out. And they say, uh, sir, a black ox did not come out first this morning, a white ox did. But again, we're reading the Pashup Shad in the Mishnah. So the Pashup Shad in the Mishnah is, he's saying uh, prospectively that the black ox that will come out first is going to be Agdish. A white ox does come out first. So Beishamah says, his dibur is chal, the hektish is chal, on the white ox. Ubeisil Beisil says, no, there's no hektish here. Because what he said didn't happen. He was only maktish. The black ox that will come out first, and the first ox that came out was a white ox. So neither of his oxen are going to be hektish. The black ox is not hektish because it didn't come out first. And the white ox is not hektish because he said he's being maktish a black ox. So that's a uh, that's case number one. Case number two, similar. Dinars of Sheyale Biyadi Rishon. The first dinar that will come up, will come up in my hand. Hareu Hagdish. I am making Hagdish about the Kabais. Again, the alternate understanding, the not simple reading is not Sheyala that will come up, but Sheola that already came up in my hand, that he's speaking retrospectively about what already happened. But we're reading the Pashup Shad the Mishnah. So dinars of Sheyala Biyadi Rishon, the first dinar that will come up in my hand, Hareu Hegdish, should become Hegdish to Bedekabayis, Va'ala Shal Kesef, and then he reaches into his bag of money and he pulls out a dinar Shal Kesef. So Beishamay Omer Hegdish, Beishamay says the Hegdish is Chal, the dinar Kesef is therefore going to be Hegdish. Ubeisil Omer Meinu Hegdish, and Beisil says that the Hegdish is not going to be Chal, because he wasn't Makdish, a dinar Shal Kesef, he was Makdish, a dinar Shal Zav, that would come out first, and the first one that came out wasn't Shal Zav, so neither of them are Hegdish. Third case, the first barrel of wine that comes up in my hand is going to be Hagdish. And again, over here as well, the alternate version is not Shetala, but Rishona that already came up. But uh, we're reading it as, a future, as speaking in future tense that the first bar- the barrel of wine that will be the first thing to come up in my hand should be Hagdish, but also Shalshemen. And then what actually, what he po- picks up is a barrel of oil. So Beishamai says the barrel of oil becomes Hagdish and uh, not a barrel of wine because that's the, the barrel of oil is the first thing that he picked up. Beishil says nothing became Hagdish. He wasn't Makdish Shemen. He was Makdish Yayin, but he was only Makdish Yayin that's Allah Rishona. And this Yayin was not Allah Rishona. So all these cases sound extremely similar to each other. So why do I need three cases uh, to... Uh, to say basically the same thing. So Ben Peretz writes that uh, there would have been makum to say that whatever Beishami says, the Hegdish is chal on the Shara Lavan, that's because uh, the, the, what, what's the difference really between the Shara Lavan and the Shara Shachar? It's all the same min. They're not, you know, they're not gonna make, it's not going to make that much of a difference what the color of the Shara is. No one cares what the color of the Shara is. But uh, you can't say that with coins, right? A Dinar Zav and a Dinar Kesef, you don't say, uh, no, no one ever said when they got Kesef instead of Zav, ah, 
it's just a color. It doesn't really bother me. I mean, there are vastly different uh, different values. And had it only told me dinar zav and dinar kesef, I would say at least they're both a matbeya. They're both uh, the same the same min. But yayin and shemen are two totally different minim. They they're not even have, they don't even have the same shame. One is yayin, one is shemen. So I would have thought beishamay would be moda that that's such a big mistake that the hagdish is not going to be chal. Meaning each it's that the reason we need three cases is the chiddush in beishamay that it's building up the chiddush that beishamay holds not only in a case where it doesn't really matter where your mistake doesn't really matter is it going to be hagdish even if the mistake matters it's going to be hagdish like with gold and silver and not only in a case where it matters is it going to be is 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 it going to be hagdish but even in a case where the, where it's totally off what you said and what happened are two totally different meaning even that's going to be hagdish so uh, and the reason uh, to mention the case of the reisha is uh, that even when the mistake is very tiny, Basil says, still that's called the ta'us and the hektish is not going to be chal. So that's why we need all three cases in the, uh, in, in, in the Mishnah. That's how Rabbeinu Peretz understands Tosos understands differently. Tosos writes that, uh, no, the reason you need three cases is because in each of the cases there's somewhat of a chiddish. Meaning, what's going on over here, according to Beishamai? Why is it that the other one is hagdish? Meaning, the one that actually came out is hagdish. When you say, shor shor why is it that the lavan is hagdish? Why not the, the, the second one, which was actually black? And he said he's, and he said he's being mocked as shor shachar. Meaning, why do I pay more attention to the yatzarishon part of his statement than the shor shachar part of his statement? And we say that, that that the mistake was over there. So there's a there's a principle at work over here, and that is that Peshami seems to be understanding, and the Gemara is going to spend some time working on this. That uh, when a person is makdish ba'ayin ra'ahu makdish, that he's trying to be makdish, he's being as stingy as he possibly can. So uh, if uh, if there are two levels of quality, what we assume what he really wanted to be makdish was the lower level of quality. So uh, so in the case of Kesev and Zav, that's the easiest one. To explain, right? He said with the the dinar zav that comes to my hand first, and the dinar kesef comes in his hand. Okay, that's the one he's really makdish. So when viewed from that perspective, there's a chiddush in each line of the Mishnah says Tosos. When you say shar rishon and a shar lavan, the chiddush is that the Mishnah does not assume, like we're going to see a shita of Rav Chista later in today's daf, that a shar shachar is worse than a shar lavan, because Beishamai holds that ba'in ra. Uh, so it must be that a Sharlavan is worse than a Sharshachar, and that's why the Sharlavan is what's actually Hegdish. So if the Sharshachar was worse than the Sharlavan, then the Shachar would have been the Hegdish one, because Ba'inra, uh, who Magdish. And when he says Dinar Zav, Shialabiyadi, and the Dinar Kesef is what came out, the Chiddish is just the Etzem Hadin. That's, that, that's where the Mishnah is demonstrating that the Sheet of Beishamai is that Ba'inra, who Magdish, because that's the one that it's most obvious which one is the Yafa, which one is the is the ra'a and when he says chavis yain shetal biyadi and it, what came out was chavis shemen the chiddush is based on what the gemara is going to say that we're talking about a case that the makdish happens to be in galil in the galil yayin is more expensive than shemen so we're saying that even though normally shemen is more expensive than yayin since where this guy is yayin is more expensive than shemen so ba'in ra'ahu makdish means that the shemen is the one that becomes kadosh because in 
where he, we don't look at Rova Olam. We look at where he is, and that's also a Chiddush. So each line in the Mishnah has somewhat of a uh, of, 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 of a Chiddush. Um, the uh, the Rambam in the Pirush Mishnah says that the Mishnah has the Machlokes Bisham Beisilal by Shoshachar Viyatzalavan and by Dinozav Valoshal Kesef, because in the Reisha alone there was Makom to say that the Machlokes is only by Kedush Saguf. So that's why he wants to tell me that no, not only an animal which has Kedush Saguf, but even something that has Kedushas Damim, you're going to have the same Machlokes Bisham Beisilal, even when something's only being, being given Lebedek Habayis. So Tosiantu says, yeah, but that, that, that only explains the first two examples. There's a third example that doesn't seem to add anything. The Yayin and the Shemen is also Kedushas Damim. So he says the Mishnah is trying to tell us that even though you're Makdash Yayin or Shemen, which is something that's rotwe to be Makrav al still we assume Stam Hagdash Lebedek And you could sell it and use the money Lebedek Habayis, meaning each one is a Kiddush. The first case, according to the Rambam, the Kiddush is that there's a Machlokas about Kedushas Saguf. Second case is Machlokas about Kedushas Damim. Third is that there's a Machlokas even when you have something that could have been Kedushas Saguf, but we assume is Kedushas Damim. That even though Yayin and Shemen could technically be brought in the Mizbeach, so it could have had Kedushas Saguf, but it actually has Kedushas Damim. Okay, so that is the Mishnah. So says the Gemara, Beishami or Hegdish. So Beishami said that a Hegdish Betos is Hegdish Beisil says it is not. So the Gemara explains, uh, the Gemara is assuming that we should take that at face value, that it means what it says. It's talking about Hegdish Tos, and the Gemara tries to figure out why. Why would Beishami hold that Hegdish Betos is Hegdish? Nothing else Betos works, right? Uh, Kiddushi Tos is not a Kiddushin. A Mekach Tos is not a Mekach. Nothing else that's Betos actually uh, works. Why would a Hegdish Betos uh, work? So, what's the basis for Beishamai that a Hegdish Betos works as Hegdish? So, says more, Dialfinan, Tchilas Hegdish, Misov Hegdish. That we learn the idea of, uh, of Tchilas Hegdish, which is when you first uh, infuse Kedusha into that animal, you first give that animal a status of Kedusha from a case of Sov Hegdish. Sov Hegdish is code word for Tamura, that if there's a, a Hegdish that already exists, and you try to transfer that Kedusha onto another animal. So there's an already existing Kedusha that you are expanding to another, uh, to another animal. So we're going to learn the rules of granting Kedusha to something from the rules of expanding Kedusha. So Matmura Afilu Betaus, just like Tamura is going to be Chal, even if your Tamura was Betaus, what does it mean your Tamura was Betaus? You say that a Shar Shachar should be, to, to, uh, you want a Shar Shachar to be Tamura, and you say a Shar Lavan. Or you want to say that, it, that this Shar should be Tamuras Ola, and you say that it's a Tamuras Shlamim. So even though you made a mistake, the Tamura is Chal as you had uh, said it. That's what the Mishnah Tamura Dafyud Zayin tells us. We derive it from Pasuk Tamuraso Yihiyeh Kodesh, that the Tamura is Chal, even Betos Yihiyeh, it should be, it is, even if you made a mistake. Agzeris HaKosov by Tamura. So Beishabai says, if that's true by Tamura, Af Hagdish so too Tchilas Hagdish Afilu Betos. Even when the Hagdish was a, was a mistake, where your Makdish Shor Shachar Shiatzarishon and then the Shor Lavan came out first. So even though you made a mistake, the Hagdish is Michal on the Shor Lavan. And why does Basila not learn from Tamura? U Basila Lomrim Basila the words that Hagdish Betos is not Hagdish, and they do not want to derive anything from from Tamura. They say Hanimili Tamura. That which we say Kedusha Shchal even Betos. That's only by Tamura because Tamura is Sof Hagdish that comes from a different carbon. Avalachusay Hagdish Betos. But what does Tamura have to do with giving something a brand new status of Hegdish? 
Tumura is an expansion of an existing Kedusha. Uh, this is about giving something a new status of Hagdish. In Lekach Tov, Rav Yosef Engel explains that Beishamay holds that when a person makes something Tumura, um, so he, there's an existing animal that has Kedusha, and he expands he 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 he, uh, he makes another animal tamura for that, and therefore expands the kedusha onto the second animal. That is the same as a brand new hegdish. It's not really the hegdish that actually hits the second animal is not really an expansion. It's just a language thing. It's a different way of making a second animal kadosh. That uh, but it's a brand new kedusha. It's not uh, just an expansion of the original kedusha. So that's why the shaman understands that uh, it's it's it, we should be able to derive making something hegdish normally from tamura because tamura is also Yesh uh, Me'ayin, it's also creating a brand new Hagdish. Whereas Basil says, no, Tamura is taking an existing Hagdish and just expanding it and schlepping it over to another animal. So that has nothing to do with the Tchilas Hagdish. So what they're really arguing about, says Revius Vengel, is how Tamura works, what the mechanism of Tamura is. I mean, everyone agrees that uh, when uh, you have an animal that's Kadosh and you make another animal Tamura for it, in the end of the day, they're both Kadosh. Even though it sounds like you're trying to say that the second animal should replace the first, it's not the way it works, it's not what happens. They both become Kadosh. So the question is, what is the mechanism of that? Is it that it's just a, a, a certain language of, that you use called Tamura, but really you're just granting a brand new Kedusha to the second animal? Or are you actually taking the existing Kedusha and just spreading it further onto the second animal? That is how Rav Yosef Engel understands the Machlok's Beisham Beisilel, certainly the way the, Gemara, uh, the, the way the Gemara is presenting that Machlokas right now. So ask the Gemara, wait a second, does Beishamai make sense? Ulu Beishamai, uh, if you're really going to learn Hektish from Tamura, Ma'ilu Amar Harezet Tachazel L'chatzi What if a person were to say, I'm making this animal Tamura for that, but only starting at noon. I only want the uh, Kedusha to, to go to animal B, uh, you know, midway through the day. So, is there a tzad to say that the Tamura is going to be chal right now? That now at 6.30 in the morning, it's going to be chal, even though I said that the Tamura, the, the Kedusha should only be chal at, at, at midday? Uh, certainly not. You know, they, because you, you, you said explicitly that you're not interested in being makdish anymore. Thing until midday. It's only when Chatziyayom arrives that it's going to be Tamura. Well, by that same token, Hachanami, by Hagdish, when you say Milsa, it's only when, uh, when, when what you said actually happens that a Shor Shachar comes out of your house first. Should, the, uh, should, should, should anything be, be Kadosh? But if what you said didn't actually happen, then there shouldn't be any Kedusha. Neither animal should be Kadosh. So if a if a short love came out first, it should not have any kedusha. Meaning, if you're really going to learn from Tamura, so follow all the rules of Tamura. By Tamura, what you say has to actually happen. You can't. We can't go against your statement. So, uh, so over here, why are we going against the guy's statement? How can we say that Beishamay learns hektish from Tamura, even by Tamura Beishamay's mother, that the Tamura is not going to be chal if what you say doesn't actually happen? So by hektish also the hektish should not be chal because what you said didn't actually happen. So because of that kasha, the Gemara says, you know what, maybe we're totally misunderstanding the Mishnah. Maybe the Mishnah is not really about Hedish Betaus at all. And uh, we just misunderstood what Beishamah is trying to teach us. Amr of Papa, Rishon, Rishon. Papa says, no, Beishamah doesn't hold that the white ox is Kadosh because Hedish Taus, uh, you know, is derived from Tamura and that Hedish Taus is actually Chal. Because we just pointed out that the match to Tamura doesn't make sense. If, uh, and, and, and the truth is, if the guy, if, if the guy would say that the, the, uh, the, 
the if the if you're going to say that the love is kadosh, then uh, you're saying that uh, we're doing something that what's happening is not what he actually said. It's a contradiction to what he actually said. No, when the Mishnah says that the Ektish is chal, it's on the Shor Shachar that comes out after the Shor Lavan. And Beis Shammai is saying, you know, when he says Shor Shachar Shiatzurishon, he didn't mean that the first ox out of my house is going to be black. Clearly, he meant a black ox. So we're only going to be Maktish a black ox, not a white ox. So that's one major change we're making. But when he said Rishon, he didn't mean the very first one. He meant, of all the black oxen, the first uh, of the black oxen to come out of my house should be the Kadosh one. Meaning I have five uh, white oxen and five black oxen in the house. Uh, forget about all the white ones. The first black one to walk out is going to be Kadosh. That's all he said. So we have to interpret that that's what he meant to say. And that's why the black one is going to be Kadosh. Rishon, Rishon. When it comes out first among the black oxen. So frankly, but he said that he's being mocked isn't the simple reading of the Mishnah that he only has one black ox? So that really uh, doesn't make sense then to say that he means the first of the black oxen. If he only has one black ox, you wouldn't say the first of the black oxen. So says, who told you that the guy only has one black ox? What, what else do you know about this guy? Do you know his name? Do you know where he lives? I mean, there, there's no uh, biographical details over here of the story. Who says that the Mishnah, why would you make such an akimta that he only has has one black ox. train He has two, three, or whatever other number you want to say, just not one. So when he says that the he means of all my black ox in the first one that comes out. So then why does Basil say it doesn't work? Why does Basil say that the black ox is not going to be Kadosh, that there's no Kadosh over here? Or Basil will respond, Im Kane. If that's what he really meant, to be Maktish, the first of the black oxen to come out of his house, then he didn't have to say, he shouldn't have said, which implies that the first uh, one to come out of his house will be Kadosh. He should have said, which wouldn't imply the first ox that comes out of my house, it would imply the first of the black oxen. But using such a terminology, Rishon, uh, implies that the Shar Shachar has to be the actual first one out of his house and therefore since it's not the first one out of his house Basil says it's not going to be Kadosh. So the question is how much can we interpret what he says? Right? That's the real Machlok Bishan Basil. Then if it's a real Ta'us and he says one thing we're not going to say the Kadush is going to be Chal in a different way than he said it. Even Beishamai is not going to say that says Rav Papa. There's no such thing as Hektish Pitaus being Hektish. The whole Machlok over here is how much can we touch up what he said to make it make sense, to make it conform to what actually happens. Vishama says we could tighten it up a little bit. So probably what he meant is the first of the black oxen, and that's uh, you know, and we can and that fits his words if you if you uh, squeeze it in a little bit. Whereas Basil says, yeah, it's poorly formulated if that's what he meant, so it's probably not what he meant. So based on the Rav Papa's explanation of Machlok's Bisham Basil, it turns out that even Bishama holds that a hektish that's a real hektish but also is not hektish. It's just that in the case in the Mishnah, the hektish is chal because there's a way to tighten up what he is uh, what he's saying. So ask the Gemara if that's really true, Amle Ravami Barnesh Ravashi, Hai Hektish Bitosu, Hektish Bikavanahu. Why in the world would the Mishnah call that a Hektish Bitos? Right? Meaning that's not a Hektish Bitos. It's not. It's exactly what he meant that's uh, that's happening. It's a Hektish Bikavana. So Ravashi answers the reason the Mishnah calls it a Hektish Bitos, Mishum de 
that it sounds like he said something mistaken because one could easily make a mistake to think that he means the first ox that walks out of my house will be black and that one I'm being matish even though that's not what he meant what he meant is uh, of all the things that come out of my house the first time a black ox comes out even though it could be after a white ox comes out the first black ox to come out is going to be the uh, the Kaddish one so that's what it means when it says hektish tos so ask the Gemara I'll throw another challenge at you from uh, from a Mishnah that's Muchach the Bishamah holds that actual hektish tos is hektish. I mean Rav Papa's big Kiddush over here so we're not talking about hektish tos and nobody holds hektish tos as hektish says Gemara Bishavri Bishamah hektish tos lavi hektish you're really trying to say that Bishamah holds that hektish tos is not hektish I'll prove to you that it is because Vatanan we have a Mishnah later on on this very daf, then Misha Nadab Nazir, a person who's makabal upon himself, Nazirus, Vinishal Chachamim, and he's Nishal to the Chacham to be Matirus Nazirus, Vitiru, and they are Matirus Nazirus. They tell him that the Lashon that he said is an invalid Lashon of Kabbalah's Nazirus, Vaisal Behemah and he already had the Behemah designated to be brought as a carbon at the conclusion of his Nazirus, Tetzivitir Beider. Let the Behemah go out, and with all the other Chulin animals, it's, uh, don't worry, it has no Kedusha whatsoever. The whole, uh, the whole hakdash of that animal is betos. He was only makdash because he thought he was going to have to bring kabbalas because he thought he was really a nazir. Turns out he's not a nazir. So the whole afrasha of the behema, meaning the hagdish of that behema, was betos. And Beishamai says, don't worry about it. It's not hagdish at, uh, at all. So Amru Beisila, the Beishamai, Beisila says back to the Beishamai, aren't you moda uh, that that's a case of hagdish betos and v'teitze uh, v'tira be'eder and therefore it's Tetzi Vitira Be'eder. So just like your Moda in such a case that Hektish Betos is not Hektish, why don't you agree in our Mishnah also? Meaning they still challenges Beishamai by saying, even you agree Hektish Betos to say no Hektish in that case, why can't you agree in this case? But what do you see from that? That in this case, Beishamai doesn't agree that Beishamai holds Hektish Betos is Tata Hektish. From the fact that, that uh, the whole Machlokas Beishamai Beishamai about the, uh, the guy who's, uh, who had a Hatara for his Nazirus, that the whole uh, point Beishamai makes to the Beishamai is you're being inconsistent by a guy making a, by, by a, 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 a guy discovering he's not a Nazir. You agree Hektish Betos doesn't do anything. So how come in our mission you think it does? So Machlal, the Sarvi Beishamai Hektish Betos have Hektish. So it seems that Beishamah in our Mishnah is saying a real case of Hegdash Ta'us and uh, when he says and a Lavan came out first that's a real Hegdash Ta'us and that's why Beishillel is challenging the Beishamai and, uh, so, so, and, and, and by the way the Beishamai is going to respond in the Mishnah and the Beishamai is going to, going to, uh, going to, going to take Beishillel's question seriously Beishamai is going to respond by, uh, by talking about Meiser Behema and how that fits in and how sometimes totus does work. So Ella uh, but says the Gemara. No, maybe really Beishamai uh, holds hektish betotus is not a hektish at all. I, but the Beisil seems to be under the impression that Beishamai thinks that it is a hektish. Beisil misunderstood Shitas Beishamai. They thought the explanation of our Mishnah was that Beishamai holds Hektish Betos Have Hektish. Va'amri Lahon Beishamai love Mishum Hektish Betosu. Beishamai says no, like that case about the Nazir who found out he's not a Nazir. Where I told you that Hektish Betos is not chal. 
Hegdash Patalus doesn't work, and the basis of what I said in our Mishnah has nothing to do with Hegdash Patalus. Hegdash Patalus is not Hegdash at all. El Mishum Dati, What's going on in our Mishnah is he said something that makes sense. You just have to touch it up a little bit to understand that what he says is actually happening. What he said is that the first of the black oxen that come out of my house will be Hegdash. And therefore, the first of the black oxen that comes out of his house is in fact going to be Hegdash. So Beishamah explains what they mean to the Beishelel. Well, wait a second. In that Mishnah, Beishamah does respond to the Beishelel, and that is not the Beishamah's response. Right? Beishamah, meaning we actually have on, you know, the rest of the Mishnah. The, when, the, when the Gemara quoted this Mishnah, it cut it off short. It told us what Beishelel's challenge was, but Beishamah doesn't respond. To, no, no, I'm sorry. You made, you made an error over here. You misunderstood me. In the Mishnah, Beishamah takes the question seriously and gives a different answer. So uh, the Rush and Tosas point out, yeah, in the Mishnah, Beishamah is answering Beishilah lefishi tasam, which sometimes happens, right? That that even though you're awfully mistaken and you're totally off base about this, but uh, I'll answer you even lefi your mistake. I'll show that even according to your mistake, you're doubly mistaken. So that's what Beishamah is really doing. But uh, really the Beishamah, it doesn't hold Hektish Patalus at all. Now a third challenge to this idea that Beishamai holds that Hektish Patalus is a zero, does not, does not makdish anything. Visavri Beishamai, is it possible to say that Beishamai holds Hektish Patalus lavi Hektish Toshima? I'll bring you a raya from a mission we're going to have, not in today's daf, but in tomorrow's daf, that Let's say you have six people walking on the road. So as I mentioned before, and there's another person walking in the other direction. So you have a group of six people walking together, one person coming from a distance in the other direction. One of the six people says, he says that the guy coming across, the guy coming uh, in the other direction is Ruvain, and I'm a Nazir Shizeploni. I'm going to be a Nazir if I'm right that that's Ruvain. I recognize his walk anyway. He has a certain waddle or whatever. I know that that's Ruvain. I'll be a Nazir if I'm right that that's Ruvain. And the second guy in the group says, uh, uh, that's not Ruvain. I'll be a Nazir if it's not Ruvain, because I'm certain that it's not Ruvain. Then the third guy says to the first two guys, I'll be a Nazir if only one of you, the one of you who's correct, is an actual Nazir, and not the other one who's not correct. And then the fourth guy says, uh, like the third guy, but he says the opposite. He says, uh, that I'll be a Nazir if one of, only one of you is not correct, uh, one of you is not correct and is not a Nazir and only the second guy is a Nazir then the fifth guy says to the first two guys that I'll be a Nazir if, uh, if both of you are a Nazirim because each of you are Makabal Nazirus and even if you're not correct you're going to be a Nazir anyway it's just that uh, you, you uh, were Makabal Nazirus and you attached it to something that you were 100% sure of. Even though one of you is obviously wrong, uh, you'll both be Nazirim, and therefore I'll be a Nazir if you're both Nazirim. And then the sixth guy said to all five of the first, you know, to the first five guys, I'll be a Nazir Shakulchem Nazirim. If all five of you are Nazirim, because you all were Makabal Nazirus, you all said Hareini Nazir, so even if you're not right about what you said, that you're all going to be uh, Nazirim. So Beshami Omrim, Kulem Nazirim. Beshami says all six guys are Nazirim, even though some of them were obviously mistaken, because there are steers over here. Some of them said the exact opposite of what others said. The first two guys were Machish Zezeh, right? Each one contradicted the other one. The fifth guy and the sixth guy uh, can't be, uh, the Metzius can't exist 
because uh, they're only being mekabbled in zeros. Even uh, so, it must be that they're being mekabbled in zeros, even if they're mistaken. So it must be that uh, that 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 uh, that, that in zeros is a valid in zeros. Now in this case, it's for sure a case of hektish betalus because one of them is for sure mistaken. Vekatani kulam nazirim and still says that it's going to be chal. So you see that Beishamay holds that hektish betalus is hektish. So therefore, we could explain Beishamay in our Mishnah that if a person says shor shor chashiyatzu and then the lavan comes out first, that the shor lavan is hektish because it's hektish betalus, it is hektish, and not like Rav Papa keeps explaining that the shor shor chashiyatzu means the first of the black oxen to actually leave my house. That's not at all uh, what he means. So based on that raya, based on that third challenge to Rav Papa's understanding the sheet of Beishamay, so the, uh, the, the Gemara comes to the conclusion that Beishamay holds Hegdish Betalus actually is Hegdish. Amri Hacha, in our uh, Mishnah that the Gemara brings of the Shisha Shayu Malchum Derech, Savi Beishamay Hegdish Betalus have Hegdish. So Beishamay holds that, uh, that he's Kabbal Nazirus and it is going to be Hegdish, and even if they're incorrect in their statements. But Hasam, uh, but, uh, but, but in our Mishnah, you can't necessarily prove that Beishamay holds Hegdish Betalus is Hegdish, because you could have explained our Mishnah the way Rav Papa explained our Mishnah that the Shachar is Kadosh, and the reason the Shachar is Kadosh is because he meant the first of the black oxen. But once it's Muchach in the Mishnah of the six people that were Mahalkan Bederech, that Beishamay holds that Hegdish Betalus is Hegdish, so we know that that must be what he means in our Mishnah as well. So while you can't prove from our Mishnah that our Mishnah means that Beishamay holds Hegdish Betalus Ave Hegdish, we see clearly that that is the sheet of Beishamay elsewhere. So once we know that that is the sheet of Beishamay elsewhere, it must be that that's the explanation of our Mishnah as well. And therefore it seems, Lamaskana Sagamara, Rav Papa is backing out on his explanation of the sheet of Beishamay. And our Mishnah really means when the guy says, Shachar Shiatim Beisir Rishon, Harayu Hegdish, and the Shor Lavan comes out, that the sheet of Beishamay is that the Shor Lavan is Hegdish because it's Hegdish Betalus, and Hegdish Betalus is Hegdish. So now Abaye explains the Mishnah and the sheet of Beishamay like the simple reading that Hegdish is Hegdish. So uh, why is the white one uh, Kadosh if he didn't say white? He said black. So Abayi Omar, Loka Salka Daitach, Tekoim Bitzafra. Don't assume that the Mishnah is talking about that the guy standing there in the morning, in the beginning of the day, before any oxen had come out of his house, and he says that the Rishon is going to be Hagdish. Because in that case, it's clear that he meant to be Makdish only a Shachar. Because if he meant to be Makdish, whatever comes out first, why would he mention black? He has no reason to think that a black one would come out first. That's like Tmur Yom, meaning we didn't like the first explanation either. Right? The first explanation was that it's Kipshuto, it's just talking about Hagdish Betas, and we said, oh, Oh, and what's Beishamay based on? A comparison to Tamura. Comparison didn't work. Because even by Tamura, if you say that it's, it should only happen, it only happens. We can't go against what you say. And yet over here, we're going against what the guy's saying. I mean, so, so, uh, so we didn't like that, one, that either. So you have to tighten it up. You have to fix it up somehow. You have to repair that explanation. repairs it. He says, no, you know what's happening over here? You're not uh, talking retrospectively about... Um, you're not talking prospectively about what's going to happen and then something totally different happens. No. We're talking about a case where the guy is, is standing there in the middle of the day. A bunch of oxen already left his house. And he says, the first black ox that did come out of my house will be Agdish. 
from Malayan, uh, those who saw the oxen walk out of this house, tell him, uh, we got bad news for you, love enough, you got it wrong, a white one came out first this morning, so he says, oh, yeah, he had done it to love enough, I thought a black one came out, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have said the word black, so I wouldn't have mentioned a black ox, because I just want whichever one came out of my house first to be Hagdish, whether it be white or black, so the reason he mentioned black is because he he he, uh, he, he recognized the hoof steps of, uh, of the animal, and he thought it was his black ox, he's, oh, I know those uh, footsteps anywhere. So he thought it was his black ox, but it was really his white ox. So that's why Bishami holds that if the white ox came out first, it's Hektish because he wanted to be Maktish, whichever one came out first, even though he didn't say it. So Hektish Betalus, Havi Hektish. On that level, Hektish Betalus is Hektish. So Mima Samar to come, Betiara Asik. Wait, can you really say that the Mishnah saw about a case where he's, he's talking in the afternoon and Valkatani, Dino Shalzov Shayala? But doesn't it say that Dino Shalzov Shayala? Case number two was that the gold uh, dinar that I will pick up. So it says, okay, so change that. Sha'Allah. It should be Tani, Sha'Allah. It should say, Sha'Allah. But what about third case? Okay, Tani, Sha'Allsa. Don't say Sha'Allah, say Sha'Allsa in past tense. And all three cases are talking in past tense. So now we'll go, go through the first statement of Rav Chista. Am Rav Chista, Uchma B'chivra Lakia. If you have a black ox that's found amongst, amongst a bunch of white oxen, since white oxen are, are more expensive than black oxen, and it's, uh, it takes down the whole value of the flock. If you find a white spot on a black ox, lakia, that's a negatzaras, that's bad. So Tanan, so we have a Mishnah, our Mishnah, we're assuming that the guy wants to be maktish, the least valuable thing. And Beishamay is therefore saying that the white ox is hektish. So that's kasha, because according to Rav Chista, the shachar is worse than the, than the lavan. So why do we say that he intends to be maktish to lavan? So why? You want to say that the guy's intention is to be makdish the better thing? Beishamai says that if you say Zav and he comes out Kesef, the Kesef is the one that's Kadosh. That's not Ayin Yafa. What's the alternative? That it's Ayin Ra. That he said and then Shal Shemin came out. Beishamai said it's Hagdish. So it says, That's not a real problem. So it could be that uh, we're in Galil, where the uh, where where wine is more expensive than oil. So Reisha kasha the Rav but the Reisha is still a problem for Rav with the Shachar and the Lavan. So I'm Karmanoi. We're talking about Shvarim that come from Tarmina, uh, that come from Carmona, where the white oxen are more expensive than the black oxen, and therefore the whole Mishnah is uh, consistent that the white ox is kadosh because uh, he's always ba'ayin ra'a. And everything in the Mishnah is that Ba'ain Ra who Okay, Bazasham will pick up with that last piece right before the Mishnah tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.